Hi, welcome to another episode of I Own a Business, where we focus on helping practice owners grow the practice of their dreams. I'm your host, Dr. Steve Vargo, and I have with me Dr. Barton Higley. Barton is owner of iWorks in New Hampshire, a two-doctor practice. You're uh, in the process of building a new building, it sounds like. Um, we all definitely got some stuff keeping you busy right now. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We actually just got into the building, Steve, yeah. Sounds great. Um, how you been? Uh, doing great. Yeah, it's been a long road for the uh, past two years. It's been pretty pretty crazy. Well, we're not going to talk about your building, but we are right. going to talk about something that I think um, we're going to try to cover a topic today that I don't think a lot of ODs give a lot of thought to, and that is what labs they use. And ironically, that seems to be a pain point for a lot of doctors. I hear a lot of doctors complain about the labs they use, or, or maybe even the labs we should say that they're forced to use in, in some cases. And for those that aren't aware, uh, IDOC wanted to provide members with a a better option. And, and about a year ago, we combined with a lab called Three Rivers Optical to form a company dedicated to serving independent eye care practices. And I had the opportunity to visit their lab in Pittsburgh a few months ago. And I know that your staff had the same opportunity a few weeks ago. So I understand you weren't able to go. You had another obligation, but I'm curious to hear what your staff's uh, experience sounded like. No, absolutely. Um, actually, it, it kind of started because, um, you know, we, we wanted to look, we were obviously looking into this lab and we weren't quite happy with our current lab. And, um, you know, we had gone through a couple labs prior and, you know, this time we're like, my uh, manager said, okay, well, I want to see it this time <laughs> and I want to see what the, how the, how everything works. So um, what they said was what they were really impressed was with the um, first off, the goals were kind of put up front. Uh, that turnaround time was huge for us. And right when they walked in just on a, on a whiteboard, they had two and a half days and um, they had met with the manager, really impressed with them. And um, for me, it was, it was the facility. Um, I, I really wanted them to find out if what they were saying because uh, about the infrastructure uh, was sound. And my biggest concern with the lab, because we've had sort of been burned in the past, was, okay, so we've got this, you know, um, integration with, let's, you know, IDOC, many members, um, you know, do they have the infrastructure in place in order to handle, uh, you know, increase in volume? And, um, and it was pretty impressive. Um, they, you know, they have a lot of capacity, uh, you know, that they have uh, in their labs. So, um, you know, that was the biggest thing uh, was infrastructure, so. Yeah, and they've added a lot to it. Right. And I, I, I guess like a lot of ODs, I never really put a lot of thought into what goes on at a lab. It's just sort of this mysterious place you send glasses off to and then they magically return. <laughs> you know, right. days later with, with lenses in them, but we don't put a lot of thought, but I, I was really, impre really impressed with the, um, and we'll get a little bit more into that as we go sure. along uh, with the environment and the culture. And like yeah. you said, the technology, the infrastructure and the amount of work that goes in, I mean, some of it's very automated, but there's still a lot of hands-on components to that as well. So I, as I alluded to before, I, I don't think we give a lot of thought to labs with the exception being until there's a problem, right? Um, you switching labs, um, or at least looking for different alternatives. What what problems were you trying to solve at the time? Sure. Yeah. I mean, when we we started, so I bought the practice in 2016, and you know, we came into this lab. Um, it was, you know, I thought it was really good, and they did a you know great job for a couple of years. Um, 
but something with management changed, um, you know, a, a higher up, a, particularly the president uh, had changed. And uh, it was very evident in terms of what their next mission was, which was to aggressively expand, um, which, you know, at the time it's like, okay, well, fine. You know, they're still doing fine for us. You know, we're, we, we get our jobs in, just like you said, magical place and it comes back. Um, but, you know, we've slowly found the reps changing. Uh, the reps coming in were really inexperienced. And one was particularly assigned to us, uh, really didn't know much about the optical industry at all. Uh, you know, I think she was maybe three months in, six months in, I can't say exactly, but you know, it comes down to when we have problems, you know, um, first off statements, you know, statements are really confusing, especially with these labs and, you know, you have these discounts and, you know, we need to just help, uh, reading statements and, you know, she wasn't able to do that for us. Um, not to mention problems, you know, if we send a job out and they came back uh, poor, poor quality. Um, you know, she wasn't really on top of it. And so that was our first step was, was choosing another lab. So we moved on to lab two. Um, lab two, again, was great for a while. Uh, they were bought out um, and by a very large optical uh, company. And, you know, it was just very clear, you know, once they started, um, you, you know, once they started the integration, uh, the jobs were coming back really poor. Actually, one day we had, one week we had like 14 jobs come in and 10 of them didn't pass our inspection. And, you know, it's just a nightmare for a while. So, you know, our biggest thing, what we wanted to solve was that, you know, I guess what's the company growth plan? <laughs> you know, um, we wanted to stable lab, you know, we're sick of changing. It's a huge undertaking sometimes. And we've got to, um, you know, we commit to it, we commit to a product, you know, we, we learn everything about the, the progressive the products and, you know, we wanted sure there was some stability going forward. So, you know, our biggest thing, um, you know, when we, and, and yes, we, we use three rivers and, you know, the biggest thing that we had was exactly like who's at the helm, you know, what's their infrastructure plan, what's their five, 10 year plan, you know, and biggest thing was, does their business model align with my practice model? you know, and the promise I made to my current and future patients. So it's, you know, we wanted to ensure, like I said before, that they had things in place in order to take the volume. The quality uh, was a big thing for us, you know, coming back, uh, they had to pass inspection, they had to deliver great quality customer service as well. Uh, so there's a number of things there. You start looking for the reasons why some of these labs are struggling. And I think it does, you know, it brings you back to looking at the culture of the lab. Capacity seems to be an issue. And I, I imagine labs are not unique to a lot of other industries where capacity, I think, has probably become maybe a challenge for certain other labs. And it's something that really stood out to me in my visit at Three Rivers was the um, the people that were there. And a lot of them had been there for, for years. I mean, a lot of them right. had, had basically spent their career there. So there was a lot of a lot of pride that went into that work, workplace. And you don't see that everywhere. Right. And it, I think a lot of that comes down from the, the leadership as well. I, I know that the owner of the company puts his personal phone number on every invoice that goes out. Yeah, if that tells that. you anything yeah. about the, <laughs> yeah, the leadership yeah. of the company. So what do you, maybe just building on that a little bit, what yeah. do you value in a lab? Uh, again, yeah. I think it's sometimes it's one of those things where we don't really give much consideration to a lab till something goes wrong. And I, I, but maybe what do you value in a lab? And maybe that will give some other ODs listening some ideas in their mind that 
maybe there's some things they hadn't thought of, but they should be thinking of. Absolutely. I mean, so like I said before, I mean, it wasn't until we had, I guess, three failed attempts or two failed attempts, I suppose, on a lab um, mm -hmm. that I really started looking into, just like I said, who's at the helm and what's the next, what's the next step? I really love the idea that Three Rivers was basically bought by IDOC, you know, the idea that, you know, we know that they're an independent now and we don't have this other large optical distributor that's going to um, purchase and make major changes. Um, I even heard from our past one, you know, past labs that the, that the uh, president made a statement that, um, you know, if, if we lose clients, we'll just get new ones. You know, it's like, what? I mean, it, it does that jive with your, your business model? I mean, is that what you say about your patients? You know, so I mean, when it comes down to practically, when the rubber hits the road, you know, it's really, you know, how, what's in it, I guess, for the practice, what's in it for our patients, it's the customer service, uh, the quality, uh, are they willing to negotiate, you know, um, you know, their rep support, turnaround time, like I said, um, you know, our statements easy to read, you know, it, and it doesn't have to be A plus in all those categories, but we just kind of, you know, trying to align what's like your brand, like how are you going to best best deliver your brand is this is this company that you probably for all of us probably the biggest uh check we write every month you know aside from our payroll is this going to you know align with what you're trying to do in your own with your own vision with your own lab with your own uh practice so i would say those are a few of the points there those are the big ones for us you know i think it's fair to look at really any third party that you do business with is holding them to the same expectations you hold right. yourself in your practice to. Right. So when we look at some of these things like customer service, and again, in my visit to Three Rivers, what I saw was an incredible investment in technology. And it, it's a, uh, there was a significant investment in, in time and money in into investing into upgrading the the facility and the equipment, but also yeah. the investment in people. Yeah. And absolutely. really these things should be relatable to most optometry practices in terms of are you continually investing into the uh the equipment and technology and continually investing into the the people. And it sounds like you had an experience with a few other labs where that wasn't the case. Yeah, I mean exactly. I mean um it, it was just going back to like, okay, when there's a problem. So when we're always talking about labs, I always hear from ODs, it's, it's okay. Are we going to save five bucks here, five bucks there? You know, and that's fine. I think everybody, it's more important than ever, you know, with cost of goods to really, um, you know, do a great job with that in our practice, you know, it comes down to our bottom line. But what we don't see is the unrealized, you know, it's, it's like, okay, so you have you have a difficult um, difficult patient scenario. You know, somebody's not getting used to a progressive. Are you going to be able to call somebody at that lab and talk to them and say, listen, you know, this is what's happening. What do you suggest? You know, and particularly with our difficulty right now, uh, at least with our practice for um, hiring, good hiring new good talent, um, we're, we're putting a lot of energy into our own talents and doing, you know, doing a great job with our team. But hiring qualified people has been a little bit of a challenge. I've heard that been a, a pain point for a lot of people. You want somebody on the other end with a lot of knowledge base, especially bringing in somebody who is, you know, outside of the industry that you want to train up, you know, hire for attitude, train for aptitude. You know, do you have a partner that's going to help you with that? And so that was the customer service aspect that we're talking about. You know, the statements too, you know, do we have, uh, you know, so 
if we're not looking and reconciling our statements as a practice, you know, there's a lot of money on the table. They're not perfect. And every month for every lab I've been to, there's always a, okay, yeah, we didn't get this discount. We didn't get this discount. So you have your own team reconciling it. And if there's a problem, when are you going to get that money back? You know, is there going to be somebody you're going to talk to that, you know, is okay, it's, we're taking off the next statement or, you know, they're going to be able to work it through with you. So that those are the type of things that, you know, really, I think if we talk about dollars and cents, that really saves the practice in the long run and helps deliver the quality care that you, you, you promised your patients, you know, so. Something they really emphasize is their turnaround times. Yeah. Could you speak to that? Because I think that's a, a, another source of frustration for a lot of practices. It's not just that the work is being done bad, but the work is gone for a long time. And who, who is the patient always going to blame? They're never going to blame the lab. They're always going to blame the practice. <laughs> And there's been a a real priority with, with three rivers on turnaround times. Yep. Yep. So that was uh, what they, they had stated in the beginning. Um, And, you know, it's, it's proven out definitely, you know, we, we tested it for a little bit and they've certainly proven out two and a half. I can't speak to the exact two and a half days, but I know that's the goal. Um, But it's certainly a lot, uh, a lot quicker than we we have with other labs. It's nice to know that they're, they're um, actively focusing on the promise. You know, it's just not a, okay, we're going to be the fastest turnaround time. Okay, we'll prove it. Let's see. And they, you know, it's embedded with the culture. They obviously had that, you know, posted up for people to, you know, in, in their their staff to, to keep an eye on. And, uh, you know, and it's, yes, been very, very quick for us. It's such a difference between what you described a minute ago, because no business is perfect. And having spent several days in Pittsburgh at that lab, I was able to be a part of meetings where people are asking, what can we do better? You know, what, what are our weaknesses? How do we fix that? What could we be doing better? Those are the questions that practices should be asking as well. But when you see somebody get up and say, well, if we lose somebody, we'll just get somebody else. That to me, that really doesn't address the problem. You're really not looking inward at what, what do we need to get better at? So again, I, I think a lot of this goes back to to culture. And that, that's what I hope people understand with the lab, that it doesn't have to just be this sort of anonymous place that doesn't really matter where we send it. But yet there's real people, real technology attached to the places that you're sending the work and your patients are depending on you. If it doesn't go right, they're going to blame you. So partner with people that are going to, you know, you, you can hold them to the same expectations that you hold yourself to. Something else I was able to do in on my visit, I spent a day with one of the reps going around to different offices. And it, it was really interesting because I never had that perspective before of being in the car. I was the doctor and the rep was coming in. Do you utilize the reps? Is, do you find them to be a good resource? Absolutely. We, we definitely do. Uh, you know, one in particular, uh, she's been great for us. And we've had, we had two um, inexperienced opticians that she's been really helping us, uh, you know, uh, get, get them up and going. And so right now they're about to pick their, for their, their ABO test, which is really, mm-hmm. um, we're really happy about. So, but she, she's helped facilitate that along the way and always there for questions, always there for, um, like I say, difficult patient scenarios, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, being on the other side of that, that's something I hope more doctors give consideration to as well is, is utilizing the reps as a resource. And I've been there and I know when the practice gets busy, sometimes the last thing you want to see is another rep coming in. Right. Carving out that time to, to utilize those resources when they come in, I I think is a valuable use of the time before we, um, we, we had talked before and you had written something up and and I read it and there's something on there. I'm just going to ask you to expand on 
sure. a little bit or maybe you know give some examples if you have any and it was we reach out we can reach out for questions work through difficult patients and even work to meet specific high patient demands yeah. could you expand on that a little bit absolutely yeah so you know high patient demands would come down to i mean everybody knows we've We've got adaptation with progressive lenses, and you know we make these prom. I mean, we make these good promises our patients. We're going to help fix their vision, obviously, but um, it's you know when we have somebody as a non-adapt to a progressive, um, and maybe they want particularly a you know a certain demand, like they need extra reading, extra you know extra intermediates, whatever. Um, and you know we can't solve that. It's excellent that we have a resource there to to talk to and. Um, they're just another mind that's been in the industry, uh, in some cases, a lot longer than our, our, some of our staff. And, you know, I hate it where we can't solve something for a patient, at least give them a, a direction, if, you know. And so if we're able to gather as many resources as possible, um, that, that's really what we're about here, you know. So I, I would say that's, that's what I meant by that. Um, but, you know, I saw difficult, I don't mean difficult patients as like, just, I don't know, unreasonable, but I just meant like difficult scenarios, you know, that, that we run into. I mean, I, I think, you know, for me in particular, I'm, we're so in date with the, um, with the medical side now, I, I'm sort of humbly saying that, you know, that optical side, I, I tend to uh, rely on a lot of our opticians and, you know, and, and our reps, you know, to help with that. So it, it goes back to partnering. I mean, okay. it's like you said, you know, it's partnering with the right, right company. Sorry for the confusion with difficult patients. I knew what I meant when I said it anyway. Good, good, so, good. Um, but hey, Bart, this has been great. Now you have a new role with IDOC and I don't know if we gave you an official title, but somewhat of a lab consultant now for IDOC. We've made you because you have so much knowledge about uh, Three Rivers and Labs available for 30 minute chats to discuss your experience with Three Rivers. If you're an IDOC member and want more assistance with that, uh, we'll provide the link into our show notes. And if you'd like to learn more about Three Rivers Optical, you can visit their website at Three Rivers Optical. I believe that's the number three, riversoptical.com. So Bart, really appreciate your insight on that. Like I said, I, I don't think we talk a lot about labs, but I do think it's important to consider who you're partnering with and are they going to be a good fit for your practice and your patients as well? Is it somebody that you're going to be proud to do business with? Are they going to deliver the kind of service that you, um, that your patients have come to expect out of your practice? Because you're going to be held accountable if things go wrong at the lab, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. No, I think it, and it, I think it expands to every part of our business as well. Very much agree. Well, thanks again, Bart. And thanks everyone for listening. If you'd like more information about IDOC and how we work with ODs to help them grow their practice, you can find out more at IDOC.net. So thanks, Bart. And thanks everyone for listening. Thanks, Steve. Absolutely.